0: Today I had a one-hour conversation with one of my favorite fellers to talk to, and that is Mr. Legendary Energy himself, Anomaly. It's been a couple months since he and I last talked, and we wanted to do a paywalled version, uncensored, unedited, between the two of us to give out to our supporters. The video version of which you can watch over on LibertyLockdown.Locals.com, or if you're a subscriber on my X or Twitter account at Liberty Lockpod, then you can watch it there. I appreciate you guys for supporting my work, and if you just want to listen to it and get the free version and not to get to see anomalies flowing locks, well, that's your choice too, and you can just listen to it here. It's a great conversation uh because it is paywalled, you know we say things that we probably wouldn't say otherwise, which always makes for a fun combo uh but you know also some politically incorrect stuff and If that bothers you, I don't care. Shut it off. <laughs> I'll catch you guys soon. I'm back on We Are Change with Luke and Ian Crosland tomorrow. And uh, got some big guests coming up. Guy Swan. Bunch of other things. You'll see. You'll enjoy it. Talk soon.
1: What's going on, folks? This is Dream Rare Secret Stash Podcast number. I have no idea. I think we're over 10. I'm here with Clint from Liberty Lockdown.
0: Secret Stash, baby. What's up? Let's go.
1: (laughs) We're going to start with this meme because I just saw it on Twitter. I thought it was funny. So <laughs> the left side says, Death to America, send us weapons. And it's like some jihadi. And then it looks like a Fed or CIA guy says, here you go. And then <laughs> there's the American. He says, I love America. Can I keep my guns? <laughs> and the guy says, No. <laughs> Hold on, let me turn this off. Yeah, that, so. <laughs> that's so
0: legit. That's exactly what it is. I mean, if uh one of my mentors is Scott Horton, he's like the greatest anti-war scholar in the libertarian realm, and if you if you read any of his books, they're like they're deep dives into the war on terror. That's literally exactly what our CIA has done. They have armed jihadis, they created ISIS. Like this is what they do. And then domestically they're just trying to strip us the two-way. It's wild.
1: Let me see. Hillary, how do you spell Mujahideen? I'm I'm going to get it and I'm going to pull it up cuz Hillary has like a whole Do you know how to spell Mujahideen? Um, M-U-J-A-H-A-D-E-E-N, I think. It's my favorite Hillary video. She doesn't, you know, she don't keep a trill that often, but when she does, it's real. Wait, how do you think you spell it again? Let me see. I'll I'll Google it. Hold on. I don't want to. (laughs) But it's a a must play. I'm sure some people, Mujahideen. Oh my gosh. that was. And who were these people? You might, were they terrorists or they were our friends at first, then they turned into terrorists? I mean,
0: yeah, they were. Basically, like tribal people in Afghanistan that uh, we armed in the 80s against Russia, and then they became the Taliban, and then they became Al Qaeda. Or, I, excuse me, I don't think they became the Taliban. Some of them probably did, and then the rest of them became Al Qaeda under Saddam or, excuse me, uh, Osama bin Laden.
1: I found the clip. It's like two minutes long, but I'm going to play it anyway for the secret stash. So, this is Hillary Clinton. Like, this is the only video I've ever heard her say where I was like, based and hillary pilled. no i'm just kidding <laughs> people are gonna be like what are you talking about but like i'll show you she admits that they funded basically radical jihadists or islamists and you know oh, yeah. After, yeah after they funded them they were like whoops here it is to be to be fair we had helped to create the problem we're now fighting how because when the soviet union invaded afghanistan we had this brilliant idea that we were going to come to pakistan and create a force of Mujahideen, equip them with Stinger missiles and everything else to go after the Soviets inside Afghanistan. And we were successful. The Soviets left Afghanistan, and then we said, great, goodbye, leaving these trained people who were f- fanatical in Afghanistan and Pakistan, leaving them well-armed, creating a mess, frankly, That. Uh, At the time, we didn't really recognize. We were just so happy to
0: see the Soviet Union fall, and we thought, okay, fine, we're we're okay now. Everything's going to be so much better.
1: Now you look back, the people we're fighting today, we were supporting in the fight against the Soviets. Well, if there was some sort of sense of of a win for us... I mean, the fact that, like, isn't that the realest thing she's ever said?
0: Yes. Uh, But, see, this is the frustrating part. She was the Secretary of State under Obama, and she's responsible for fucking creating ISIS. <laughs> so so even though she learned that lesson of the 1980s and is honest enough to tell it, she she then went out and duplicated the same insanity. So fuck Well, her. I
1: condemn that conspiracy theory. But wait, how, because <laughs> I know, you know, I know that S- Tulsi Gabbard on CNN with Jake Tapper was one of my favorite videos. She went to Syria and met with Bashir al-Assad. Behind, like that was a crazy move and America was mad. And she was like, hey, Everyone I talked to, they said, why is America funding, you know, Al Qaeda, Al Nusra, like they're getting American weapons, whether America is giving, to, 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 giving them to them directly or indirectly, the weapons that America is bringing to Syria is ending up in the hands of the terrorist organizations that we claim that we're fighting. And it's like this triple proxy war where you have multiple terrorist organizations. We're fighting the government of Syria. And then the government of Syria is fighting the terrorists and us. It's like a triangle war.
0: Yep, and and we're arming both sides. I mean, th- this is exactly what we always do. Um, <laughs> it's very frustrating. I mean, if you remember Ambassador Chris Stevens, I think that was in that was Libya, right? Where he got he was uh, in the whatever it's called, like he was basically in the safe house. But like, what was happening there was that it was a gun running operation from the CIA. And <laughs> so, like, this is this is what we've been doing for my entire life is that we arm radicals to try and sow discord in nations that that we want to see toppled
1: Mm. but then
0: those if those entities become too powerful we end up turning around and fighting them so
1: it's like just stop just stop the cycle of insanity but they just won't when trump like had soleimani killed of iran yeah. I looked him up because I'd never heard of him. And like everyone in MAGA was like, yeah, we got him. And I'm like, bro, you have you didn't even hear of him until yesterday. Like, you don't even know right. who the guy is. So I looked him up and it was like his whole Wikipedia, it said he was like fighting ISIS. And I was like, wait, he was fighting ISIS? <laughs> exactly, Because like you would think Iran would be working with ISIS just the way you hear about it. Like, I'm not saying Iran's no. our best friend. They clearly don't like us in Israel, but I'm just saying like, I thought they were all like, they're always like, they're ISIS and they're working. And it's like, He was like a staunch fighter of ISIS.
0: Yeah, uh, because I mean, they hate the Iranians, and then there, there's just like. I mean, that's the, that's the really frustrating part is like all of these different sects of Islam, like they kind of hate each other anyways. Like we don't really need to be over there sowing discord. It already exists. <laughs> it
1: already, <yeah>. Like people <laughs> get along anyway, you know, like we right, gotta right. Come and stir the pot up a little bit. We're like, yeah. you got Sunni and Shiite. We're like, what if we add some, you know, Wahhabis in there? And it's like, exactly. ah, ah, and you know, it's like, dude, they're crazy well, enough. Yeah.
0: That's our biggest ally is the Saudis. And they're like, that's where the Wahhabis sect uh, comes from. So. Uh, so we're like we're like really in alignment with like the most dangerous sect of Islam, but then we'll then we'll have a 20 year war on terror where we talk about how dangerous Islam is, and it's like, well, but we're fucking funding and arming the most dangerous aspects of Islam. So do we actually fear them, or are they just a tool for us? And I think the the answer is the latter. They're clearly a tool for us, and uh, it's fucking it's all frustrating.
1: <laughs> What's in yeah? Now I hear you. What's interesting about this is like. For the first time in my life that I can remember, most people seem to realize that, like in comment sections the people that I'm following, like I follow, you know, anonymous, anon- that's not their name. I just don't feel like putting out their info. I follow someone on uh, Instagram that I met and uh, she's basically like just like trying to post like here's why Israel's the best and here's why it's fake that Israel had a role in creating Hamas and here's why this and that. And like her whole comment section is like, yo, I don't believe you. Yo, this is propaganda. Yo, you she's sold out. Like, cause she's wrong or, or she's wrong. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. And I, you know, I've seen the, I've seen the articles of times of Israel, Heretz, where they say that BB Netanyahu is talking about funding them and supporting them. Um, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know what his reasons were. Maybe it was a Hillary situation where they're like, oh, if we build them up, then we could." do do this and then it like backfires on, you know could have been a multitude
0: ex- of- i can explain it you want me to explain it real quick sure no. yeah um basically because like the the whole concept is that you're going to have a two-state solution right so you'd have palestine which has its own government and then you would have israel and that that's how that's what the two-state solution is if you have Hamas being the actual official government of Palestine, the rest of the international world will never accept them as, as a legitimate government. So the reason that Israel, Israel didn't want a two-state solution, and particularly Bibi didn't want that, so all they had to do was put Hamas in there as the, uh, the, you know, the leading political force, and then they could point to the in- international order and say, look, are you going to make a terrorist organization, a, a legitimate state? That's crazy.
1: So yeah, but he's responsible for funding and, and putting them into power. When it comes to that whole situation, because obviously, like Israel, for those who don't know, I've explained it a few times on here, but after World War II, Lord Balfour of England gave the land to the Rothschild Lord Rothschild and declared it Israel. They came in on ships or wh- however they came in. Um and then I guess the initial idea was we're just gonna take a piece of the land right it's gonna be Israel this is gonna be Palestine and it seems like Israel has expanded slowly over that time but what they'll say you know is that um you know these people are, are coming after us and my question is because I'm not really fully versed on it even before Hamas like was there tension because obviously like even without oh, yeah. Hamas there. I'm sure a lot of the Palestinians were were, were a little hostile because their land was taken.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the old leadership was the PLO, the Palestinian Liber- Liberation Organization, and, and they also utilized terrorist tactics from time to time. So, um, it, look, th- I mean, this is why every side of this fight hates me when I talk about this, is, like, I think both sides suck. <laughs> you know, like, I really do. I think that both sides have created... Uh, or, or committed, you know, really heinous acts against civilians because there's a lot of like uh, religious enmity that exists. There's also a lot of historical enmity because they've had their property stolen, um, and I'm not sure who has like the most proper claim to it. To be honest, I think that there's if you want to go back thousands of years, you can kind of make an Israeli argument. If you want to go back. You know, 75 years, I think it's quite clear that the Palestinians have a better argument. And I I personally lean towards the most recent property claim because I think that's more in alignment with like reality, because otherwise then you get into an argument about reparations. Like, should we be should we be giving reparations for, you know. ancestors of slaveholders 250 years later like should should the israelis have a claim because of some biblical passage i think it's fucking lunacy
1: well well, here here's the thing too is like and i understand this talking point too if you say well well palestine had that land in the 20s and 30s and even beyond they could say well america was eventually you know america stole the land in 1776 so it's like when you know is there a time where you're like it's okay to steal land past this point but now it's bad obviously the more recent is going to be like closer. But, you know, that is the argument that I understand on the Zionist side that makes sense where it's like, you know, everything was taken at a certain point. We just took it the most recent. So like (laughs) we're in the most hot water for that reason. But also America's starting to get in hot water, too, because You know, you you're you're growing the population that doesn't actually like America. You know, yeah, well, exactly that tipping point too.
0: I mean, this is my beef with it though. Is like the same people that will make that argument that like, yeah, I mean, might makes right. The Israelis have a right to take that property. They're more powerful. They're more intelligent. They can do it, whatever. Um, But like, those are those will be the same people that say like. Vladimir Putin's a war criminal and he's trying to take land and there's this international world mm-hmm. order and it's and and you know to acquire land through force is completely immoral and completely untenable and if you were to permit that then it would just shake
1: up the entire world mm-hmm. order so like you can't have it both ways right right and, and that's where it's like okay so Putin can't take back a little city that already has a lot of people that are Russian anyway that he probably had 40 right. years ago but you could take that and you know that's where if if you're intelligent and not totally emotional, emotional, you start to break down Well, they'll say Israel's the only democracy in the Middle East. Well, now they're seizing property and throwing people in jail if they disagree with Israel. So that doesn't sound democracy, but maybe it is. Okay. <laughs> and if it's the only democracy in the Middle East, but then you're saying we could just kill everybody in Palestine because they're all Hamas. Well, well, they had an election. Their last election, you said, was in 2006?
0: Yep. So it's like uh, I, mean, last- I think they, they got into power in 07, but I'm pretty sure the election was late 06.
1: And all the last elections, like I've tried to look up the history of like the 2022 election and there is no like result because it like never came to a conclusion. It's like they haven't even had a real election. So it's like on one hand, you say that Israel is our best ally because they're the only democracy in the Middle East. But then you say that Palestine's a democracy and they all voted for Hamas. So now we got to kill them. And it's like, you know, like just (laughs) having half a brain and and going through this with no emotion, you start to see these things break down. And I think that's why people are getting mad at America and Israel is like the hypocrisy. It's the same reason like we got mad at the left in America. They're like hypocrites. They're like, oh, my body, my choice. Okay, well, but but you got to get the vaccine. It's like, well, what? you're a woman, get the vaccine now. Your body's not your choice now. It's like like the hypocrisy of it. It's like if you're going to take the land, take the land but then if they take land but only you could take land and they're a democracy but they're not a democracy but you're a democracy but you're not a democracy it's like can we cut the bullshit but zelensky's a democracy there's just no election cuz it's wartime and he banned all the media it's communism but it's an <laughs> demo- it's like but that's why we're there to spread the it's so obviously <laughs> fucking fake you know it's exactly, like exactly bro like, i'm not have- dumb enough i'm not dumb or fake enough to pretend like this is real but like everyone just gets mad at you right for not buying it
0: <laughs> well th- this is what drives me crazy i mean yeah you nailed it that's that's all the hypocrisies that we're dealing with uh, amongst many others but um you know what really pisses me off is like dave rubin and jordan peterson made their name off of like fighting cancel culture and supporting free speech and now right. over the past 2 weeks you know i know personally that dave rubin has been going around in private trying to get uh people Uh, You know, canceled for being even sympathetic to the Palestinian side. Like they're not, they're not like anti-Semites. They're not actually saying, you know, Israel doesn't have a right to defend itself or any shit like that. They're just saying like, yo, don't kill innocent people. And he's like, you need to never be able to speak publicly again. You know, right. and it's like it's like, bro, you traveled around to college campuses getting chased off by these Marxist psychopaths, along with Jordan Peterson, all through 2016 and 17. That's the whole reason your motherfucking household name. And now and now if you say anything that isn't like, let's just nuke Gaza, well, then you can't have a career in
1: this world. Like, mm. fuck you, dude. Like, these people are such frauds. Right now. I mean, dude, I got a top comment on his Instagram because he was like. France banned a Palestine protest, and he was like, "Yeah, maybe 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 this world is good." and I'm like, you want to ban pro you want to ban protests, bro? And you want to say that all Palestinian protests are all terrorists? You know what I'm saying? Like they could do that and say every Trump supporter is a terrorist because they committed a terrorist act on January 6, so now you can't have any protest or or Trump did an act of terrorism in the world because we hate Donald Trump, and now protesting in favor of him means you're aligned with that. and and you can't protest like you don't want to allow the slippery slope yeah he's a total fraud and the funny thing is for years i told people i didn't know dave rubin was this fake but a lot of they'll be like oh you're just jealous oh you just hate them and i'm like i really don't i just see what they're about and it's basically like they're telling you everything you want to hear but they don't believe it and they did it behind closed doors for a while like in 2019 i've always said this to my audience they're probably tired of it but they were like You know, I had friends like I I got a lot of people that like me at all these organizations and they're telling me, bro, they're calling you far right, this and that. And I'm like, listen to me talk and then listen to Charlie Kirk talk. Tell me who's angrier. And you know what I'm saying? Or like Ben Shapiro. But it was because I said that the speech laws were anti First Amendment. So it's like you got these people like Dave Rubin and they go behind the scenes and they're just like, yo, Get, blacklist him he he hates us he's racist or you know like the same th- and then they go to college campus and go they're, they're everybody exaggerates about the word racist and it's like they're all it's it's so crazy but don't you feel like this last two weeks like they all overplayed their hand or like everyone noticed yeah. this now and, and they're like freaking out no it's great dude i mean that's the the one upside of this is like
0: anytime there's one of these big uh controversial moments i think like it's just this constant calling effect where you get to see who's for real it's like mask off for every for everybody right like, and, we're, and
1: for those who are going to misinterpret that we're not like obviously there's horrific things going on but like oh, you yeah. said like it's like with covid like it's a tragedy but then you could see who's really who exactly i'm just exactly. being careful because they always try to like take shit out of context now oh yeah no no, no. i'm I, now I, I that i don't now. bow down to jordan peterson <laughs> well the, see this is this is
0: the, the sad part is like I'm a huge Jordan Peterson fan. You know, I don't say any of this out of out of malice. It's just like, I'm just observing and saying, hey, y'all are fucking fake. <laughs> you're right. just not, you're not real about this. And like, hey, if you have more allegiance to Israel than you do to America, God bless. Just be upfront about it. Like, that's all I ask of people. Like, if Shapiro were to say that, like, he's getting close to saying it, but just say it outright. Say like, you don't, but like, America first is fucking not your thing. And that's clean, fine by me,
1: but just say room. it clean your room buckle (laughs) buckle it's all about cleaning your room and when you clean your room you got to put a ben shapiro blanket on your on your on your new made bed you have to clean your room and then kill as many palestinians as (laughs) (laughs) humans jordan dude chill out no just hey we condemn that um no but with uh with ben yeah i mean I, i put up the tweet on my live stream on my show the other day Because he says it's anti-Semitism to suggest that any Jewish person in America has loyalty. And that's one of like the hate speech laws that Trump and Osantis are passing. And it's like the the hypocrisy of like Ben Shapiro will say it's anti-Semitic to say he has equal loyalty to America and Israel. That's anti-Semitic. But then when millions of Jews don't have loyalty to Israel because they do have their own thoughts that aren't like Ben Shapiro's and they're free to be different they get mad and they call them Hamas. So it's like either you're an anti-Semite or you're a terrorist. It's like, you you can't win. Because if you're like, you can't say we're all the same. You're not all the same. I know you're not all the same. I would never say that. But if but we should be all the same and they're terrorists for not being the same. And it's like, what the hell, bro? It's like the, the sheer hypocrisy of all these people. Like you said, the people like Dave Rubin, it's like, you've made a living doing the opposite of what you're doing now and all your values go out the window. It would, and I know that Israel has a different, you know connotation to a lot of people. Some people, they have an ethnic connection to it, but you can't say it or else they'll call it hate speech. Some people have a religious connection to it, or you can't say it or else it's hate speech. But um, it's like with Ukraine, if the Ukraine war broke out and he's like, oh, let's ban all protests. Pro- let's ban all pro-Russia protests. We're not asking you to be pro-Russia, but if you ban a pro-Russia protest, I say all Russia protests are terrorists because Putin did an act of terrorism. That's insane. They will yes. do the same thing. Exactly, man. And I mean, that's that's what I mean by like in a, in
0: a in a moment of crisis, you get to see who's who's real. And like, I genuinely believe in our Constitution, <laughs> like right. legit to my fucking bones. I believe in this shit. I believe that free speech and the right to protest and the right to, you know, free religion and everything else is like it is the fundamental basis by which we don't end up killing one another. And if you, if you get away from those beliefs, if we don't uphold those beliefs in a moment of crisis, then we don't actually believe in them. And if we don't actually believe in them, then we end up at each other's throats. And like, that's, I always have a a longer time horizon in terms of analysis with these things. It's like, do you think free speech
1: like eases tension? Is that what you're saying? Like when people are allowed to like voice their disapproval versus like people can't say anything and they get like more wound up. Exactly. I mean,
0: look, look at, look at what happened when people were just censored during the COVID era. You have a lot of people that are now radicalized to the point of like, not going to come back. Like, because they and, realized that. And they, a lot of people got genius.
1: depressed and committed, like suicides were at a record yeah. rise too, because people exactly. were like just straight up depressed. Drug now, addiction, alcoholism. Yeah. That definitely psychologically just like screwed stuff up. And that's what I always said. Like if our government cared about us, which some people do, but most of them don't. I'm not saying they should have like justified because obviously like what happened with the George Floyd stuff was insane. What happened at January 6th was insane, but it's like people went in the streets. Yes. For George Floyd, but they were also like stuck in their house for three months. So I'm not justifying what happened. Cause it was insane, but it was like, yeah, you can go outside now, and people went nuts because they'd never been outside, and that was like here. Left wingers go nuts, right wingers go nuts, and then right. both sides went nuts, and they're like, "All right, now you're all rested," you know? And you are like, yeah. "Damn it!" It's like it's not, it doesn't make it right. And as an adult, you should not fall for that shit or use that as an excuse. But like, you know, it's like when you ban people from and people are getting fat and doing drugs. It's like, do you have any compassion? Like, you you put fucking Fauci on a television to just talk shit to everybody every day, like. Fauci never said like, hey, like, if you're suffering, don't worry, I'm here for you. And like, you know, you could do jumping jacks or, you know what I'm saying? Like, go for a little walk if you can in your neighborhood. And like, there was never like that sense of peace. It was basically like, you're a piece of shit if you don't fucking listen to everything I say. Wear a mask, get a vaccine or you're garbage. There's no, there's no like loving health expert that was like, you know, no, I know you're struggling. I know you're suffering, but here's a few things that we could all do together. That's the first thing I said. Before I really knew every anything, I was just like, they can mandate lockdowns, but they're not gonna mandate workouts. If 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 you can mandate something, first of all, it's not even a free country anymore. So I disagree with it anyway, but right. you could mandate a lockdown, you can make every American stay in their house, basically, but you but then mandate a workout, make everyone work out because then everyone would get healthier. Yeah, there'd be a few people that got hurt, but like for the most part, you know, for the constitution. lives yeah, if we're going to throw the constitution out the window, we might, and we're going to do it for health, like mandate workouts. You know, it's, right. I don't agree. It, it's definitely uh authoritarian, but it's like yeah. authoritarian fitness versus like authoritarian yeah. slavery. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, that that's what was so frustrating about it is like, but clearly the financial imperative was just to lock you in your house and get you to take the vaccine. Like that's, that's, that's the whole goal. And if you if you reject that, if you reject the lockdowns, if you if you want to go to work and be able to feed your family, well then you're a grandma-killing piece of shit. And you know, we have no we have no uh, leniency for people like you. But but my point about you know free speech being so, so important is like if you remember during the right after the election, they made it so that no one was allowed to talk about the election. They like immediately on all social media, it just became a total blackout. And, and like a bannable offense on social media to, to talk about it. And it was the exact same shit that they did during COVID. And what, what did that create? Well, it created certitude that the election had been stolen. So then you have the people on January 6th rolling up like, yo, we, we're being censored, and we believe that the election has been stolen, and now because we're not able to talk about it, we're convinced that it's true. Like Dude, this is yeah. – it, it sows the seeds of discontent and, and confusion and anger – like we you, need had a lot of ding,
1: you had a lot of ding bats, and they were like Lynn Wood and stuff, like stirring people up, where it's like, right. dude, people were like, yo, like, I know people that were like, yo, it's freaking, you know, I think Trump's gonna have a secret plan. And I'm like, bro, Trump's selling vaccines, he he doesn't got shit for you. But it's he like got a plan, brother. <laughs> they're being and like you said, the fact that they got censored without competition made it so they thought they were right. Like, whenever I talked to Q people, they were like we have to be right. Cause the media hates us. And it's like, right. I get what they're doing. Like the media is usually hating the truth, but right. with Q it's like the media is smearing you in a false way. It's like the media is mad at some things you're saying, but also you guys are ridiculous and you're controlled up and, and, and a clown show. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it's like, well, that's ha- why it people, yeah, people were like, no, I, I, I I've got to be real. If, if the media is mad at me and it's right. like, I think you're, it's almost like you're the perfect useful idiot to, to, be, to say and do everything to the point where like, okay, there's, let's just say there's 10 real conspiracy theories. You guys say a thousand, they point to you, you look stupid. Now they frame everyone like you and, and nothing changes because you're, you're, you're like perverting the truth, like. Now, instead of saying like martial law and government tyranny is bad, you guys flipped it and said martial law and government tyranny is good because you trust Trump. It's like as for yourself as a libertarian, it's like the most psychotic thing ever. It's brainwashed conservatives and libertarians into being like communists. Yeah, dude, it was
0: awful. It was awful to watch and to have some of my relatives go along with it. But then the Democrats are also on board with it because they're scared to death of COVID because they believe in the fucking medical health establishment, which is just a government proxy for uh, right. Big Pharma. It's like, I have no allies in this moment, really. You know, it's, it's right. very frustrating. And then And then because Trump's in power, the people are like, well, I don't. Yeah, sure. My church got shut down. But like Trump has a plan. It's like, no, the fuck he doesn't. He doesn't have a fucking plan, folks.
1: Um, It's like the the Zionist versus Palestinian protesters now. Like I see a lot of people saying, if you're on the side of BLM and you're on the side of Greta Thunberg, you really got to think about it. It's like, well, Fox News is on your side. CNN's on your side facebook's on your side all the social medias are on your side all the sports leagues are on your side every single one of them is with israel not palestine so it's like you could play the game of you're with them but you're also with them so now that you're with them and you're with them now we just got to look at it rationally and and not judge based off of who says what and who's on what side like if bill maher says something reasonable does that mean it's fake now because he said it's like you know you can't play that game but once you get down to it it's like both sides kind of freak me out at this point where it's like, I don't care if people like and support Israel, but if you like and support Israel to the point where you think the first Amendment's anti-Semitic, everyone's a terrorist. And now it's George Bush again, where you're freaking everyone out and just going nuts and trying to like destroy our constitution and say, everyone's a terrorist who, who thinks that like kids shouldn't die on both sides. You're a psychopath, but it's not like I'm going to the left. Cause if I went to a palestine event and i was like yeah and they're like who do you vote for i'm like republicans they're like fascist steal his house i'm like you know i'm trying to figure out who wants to steal my house more it's like i don't have a dog in this fight you know it's like romney versus uh obama you know i can pick one but neither one of them gives a shit about me you know so it's like it's this weird thing where both sides think they're right but i think that both sides are fucking insane you know like they're both going and they're both going nuts and the tensions are rising because they are crazy and there are crazy people on both sides and then you do have greta on one side and you do have like the nfl on the other side like if you watch the nfl they've replaced the ukraine flag with the israel flag if you watch yeah Um, dude it's all israel it's everything's israeled out they've replaced ukraine with israel but if you go to a lot of these like far left like progressive activists they've replaced the ukraine flag with the Palestinian. The Palestinian like, it's, yeah. it's almost like the perfect divide and conquer. Cause it's like, you're here, you're here. Now we're going to twist it up and go fight again over something else. And it's like, remember that Christian Muslim thing that people were getting over? Let's bring that back. Cause like, you know, no one's really even talked about ISIS or Al Qaeda. It, it's almost like old news where like once Trump got in and they disappeared, it was like, all right, you know, North Korea, no, like, did you remember when everyone was afraid of like for 10 years of North Korea It was like the scariest thing? Like imagine like dude, I, I bet you they're gonna bring back North Korea in like a year or two. They're like, all right, bring back Kim Jong un. He's like, ah, oh, nuke, I'm oh, gonna bro. go. Like, no, no, no. Ooh, ooh. You know, it's like yes.
0: it, it's months, it's months away, homie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the North Korea thing is coming back very soon. I promise you that. And you know, this is this is what frustrates me is like it during the Russia Ukraine stuff, I was much more in alignment with the GOP side because they were very hesitant about buying the Russia twenty four seven is bad narrative. But now it's the opposite where like i'm actually more in alignment with the the left and the commies which puts me in a fucking terrible position because like i know that like it, like you were saying like they'll steal my house because they think i have too much money um <laughs> but, like, the, the israelis will steal my house because they think they have a b- biblical c- claim to it and it's like it's like i just believe in property rights and i want none of you motherfuckers yeah. to steal my house.
1: And the, 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 the christian Zionists will steal your house too they're like yo jesus said i have to steal your house right exactly like, so, you're like, so, like, you sure so jesus the gods that? Can come back
0: <laughs> i've read revelations and you have to give up your house because jesus has to come like,
1: back it is even dude i did a reaction to the biden speech at this point i don't even care what people think i never did but i was like dude besides him like giving the money to everybody i thought that was one of the better speeches i was like i wish he had the compassion he has for palestinian kids for american citizens who didn't take the vaccine because yeah, he acted dude. like we were al-qaeda for not wanting to get vaccinated but he or, but he's or, the, so people much- that, or the people that voted for trump you know he yeah he's like, got more like, compassion like Hamas. For, for god the gaza strip than he does for like americans it was just crazy but like yeah. he was, it did seem like very reasonable and like i'll see like a reasonable statement and then i'll see some like lunatic right-wing zionist be like, <sighs> And I'm like, dude, what he said was reasonable and everything like the truth is like, you know, if if I don't like Putin and tens of thousands of Russians die, it's still sad. You know what I'm saying? If, if women get caught up in the crossfire in Ukraine and Russia, it's still sad Yep. The, they don't I like, like it. they don't think it is, though. They're like, it's totally fine. You know, they're and and just we, we talked about it a little publicly, but. To, when when that uh hospital attack happened, whether it was real or not or is big or not, I don't know, I can't really speak on it, but I watched multiple people, some said it was a Hamas rocket right it it was a misfire, maybe could be could be true um but then Charlie Kirk went out and he said, it doesn't matter what it was uh it, it's their fault anyway, even if you know like because they started it, so it's like you had three different arguments where it's like they have everything covered it's like if right. if, it, if it wasn't them it was it was hamas you know but then if if it if it proves that it wasn't hamas then it was us but we struck hamas and they were you know they, like they they deserve it and then Therefore, it's like babies die then it's like they're hiding behind babies so it's like there's yeah. one of four things that it could do or like it's like i so th- basically they have in their own head justified killing anyone at any time where it's like it's sort of the same thing where like in israel you know almost everyone if not everyone is IDF because you have to serve in the military to pr- basically live there, yep. You know, and, and in America, if you're, it's like, if you're
0: an adult, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's like you know, if like that logic, I would say is terroristic. If the other side said, "Oh, we could just bomb anywhere because uh, you know they're all in the military," or even in America, if they're like, "Well, the military target's there, but we got to kill a thousand people because it's next to it," it's like it's still kind of terroristic because you're, you're you're targeting yes. civilians, but yes. the republican zionists have basically justified any any of that with not and the craziest part about it is not just that they think that way it's the fact that they'll call you a terrorist if you disagree and they'll try to take away your first amendment and try to destroy your job like that it's like next level psychoticness where it's like you could say that dude i actually defended sarah silverman's psychotic instagram post that she deleted because she said you know, if we shut off the electricity and water, maybe they'll give hostages back. And she, she was like, "Yo, I'm stoned." I'm like, that actually makes st- strategic sense. I mean, if you kill millions of people in the process, yes, that's not good, evil, and I'm yeah, <laughs> evil. But like, I as much as I wouldn't do that, I get what she restore, was thinking. a rationale, maybe yeah. We can hold. This is our leverage we have over your head. We'll use it, and then you'll give the ref- refugees back, or the, uh, the, or the, you know, the civilians back, or whatever. it is there the hostages back and then we'll turn it back on. Like it actually makes sense where I'm like, I don't like Sarah Silverman. I don't agree with her on most stuff, but even though I don't like her, I'll still defend her right to say that and, and be like, although they were calling you a genocidal psychopath and you're trying to kill them in times of war, if there are hundreds of hostages, you do have to do something to get them back. So there is like a power play chess move. Like that's how real I am where it's like, I'll agree with the other side or or Sarah Silverman. You know, just to, just to be honest, yeah. But like cool. it, it, the right wing, you know, the Republicans that are like super pro Israel, the, 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 they don't allow that. It's like, no, we could kill babies and children at any point, at any time. It's all Hamas. Everyone there is Hamas. So, like, they're they're setting the president to just kill everyone there. It's like every one of them supports Hamas. They haven't had an election since two thousand eight, and they're like, if a kid was born in two thousand seven, never voted. They're 20 years old now or whatever, you know, t- 2004, they never got to vote whenever. And you're like, oh, well, they're, it's like in many ways, they're also a product of their environment where it's like if they're getting bombed on and they're getting stuff taken and like they're living in a war zone, like they're probably going to side with whoever's like feeding them. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. like them humanitarian aid, who's exactly. in the food, even if it's not good people, it's like that's all they know. They, there's probably people there who've never even left Gaza Strip. So it's yep. like, you're going to blame a freaking 18 year old for liking who person who gives them food when they have no idea. There's and, hundreds yeah. of thousands of people that have never been able to leave Gaza Strip. I mean, these people
0: have, and, and you're exactly right. I'm like, even if it's, even if it's uh what's that term where you fall in love with your captor? Uh, a Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's Stockholm syndrome, that that's the reason that they align themselves more with Hamas. Right. Regardless, we still all understand that phenomenon. We all understand that, like, if you're being bombed periodically, which, by the way, over 6,000 uh, uh, Palestinians have been killed by the IDF over the past 15 years, um, it's like, yeah, I mean, you're going to align with whoever you think is less of a threat to you. Even if you don't love them, you're still like, well, that dude is fucking really, really bad. So, like, this this warlord is on my side in some fashion. So, um very very frustrating that that we have to pick sides in this because it's so crystal clear to me that like like it's just it's just tragic it's just tragic all the way around and i get in a lot of trouble with this with my my christian audience or i tweet out stuff like this but i'm like i don't find any of this to be in line with the better nature not just of the bible but just broadly of religion that like right. we're going to play we're going to play a team sport but we're talking about the lives of innocents we're talking about the lives of kids but we're we're st- <clears throat> We're still going to try and classify, you know, one side good, other side bad. And the children on bad
1: side, I have no sympathy for them. It's I like, mean, they what? just bombed the church and killed Justin Amosh's like niece. Yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? Horrible. Like, yeah, yeah. And they look to, I, I want to talk about the Christian element of it because I am Christian. But, I, I, but real quick, when they say, when Israel says, like, yo, get out of there, go go somewhere, we're going to bomb you. And Nowhere. then, yeah, <laughs> uh, that and also, like, does Hamas not hear that? Where it's like, you know, like if if every of normal citizen, hear. if every normal citizen can leave, can Hamas not also leave? And you know, it's like this is why I know a, they're
0: lying, dude. They're, it, they're it, not. They
1: get a two day not. advance, where it's like, yo, we're gonna hit you in two days. Go somewhere. Like, uh, is Hamas closing their ears? Like, it's like a peekaboo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, like they don't know. They don't. They can't run away. I think it's a lie, bro. I think it's a lie that because like
0: they say that they they text message they uh, you know they they do what's called a door knock where they drop like a dud bomb on the the building before they blow it up. I don't buy that shit. I like I and I've even heard reports from Palestinians on the ground that say that as soon as this war popped off, they stopped door knocking. They stopped giving any notice before they flattened entire apartment complexes. And like I'll grant that there are probably Hamas members living in some of these apartment complexes. But there's also hundreds of innocent people that live in these apartment complexes and they just flatten them. And like how many
1: people are in Hamas? Like, is it? I, I, I know, like, if you talk to Ben Shabir, it's everyone in Palestine. But it's yeah, like right. How many no, actual people are in the group? I
0: don't. I think it, I think it's a couple, like tens of thousand. Like, I, I don't, I don't know exactly, but it's not. It, there's two million people that live in Gaza. <laughs> Trust right. me when I tell you, it ain't all of
1: them. It's uh, it's probably a you know a couple percent. Yeah, I mean, and this is the question too: is like what I've figured out over the last few years, or what I think I have, is like. You know, when I've I've always heard like the Prager U and what they tell people and stuff and it's like, OK, we want this, but they won't leave us alone. And it's like I get the elements of that. But from everything I've garnered, not just b- like before the terrorist attack, I'm, I'm talking like years ago, I've kind of came to the conclusion where it's like certain people, not all of them, because like the Shapiro's and the Netanyahu's, they're they're like more, I would say, considered more extreme even yeah. among israelis like when they voted for the other side it's like a chiller government and like he's the more like it yeah feels he's like a hardliner it, it feels like they want more and more lands you know like I, i've got that they vibe do. for years now where they'll be like no we just want to chill here and exist and it's like i get that there are bad people on the other side attacking you but i've listened to ben a bunch of times like i've got the vibe that like they want they want more you know they want they want, more they want to they
0: got- the palestinians they do I I, like I it's just it's crystal clear to me that's that's what the hardline elements of the Zionist worldview want, you know. Well,
1: I mean just think about it. Say, say like, okay, you're like, okay, liberals, like Democrats in in San Francisco, like they're idiots, they're stupid, they're dumb. If you said they're all terrorists and in order to get the government there, you could just go after anyone at any time because they're all terrorists, because they voted for that government, you're pretty much like, yo, take them all out. You know, like it's a yeah. difference between being like they're idiots. I don't want to go to San Francisco. They're dumbasses. Crime is high. They need to wake up or, or, or get the F out versus like they're all terrorists. No matter who you go after in San Francisco, it's their fault. Whether they voted for them or not, even if it's 60%, they're all there. You know, no matter how old they are, five years old, 10 years, it's all their fault. And you, like you're dehumanizing an entire population to the point where you're, you're setting the stage to kill them. You know, well, and it's like I'm not, and I'm not saying it's not happening on the other side for those that are gonna forget. Like I, I'm sure it's happening on the other side too. I've seen, I've seen it. You know where they're like, and that's where tensions are getting high. I understand, but it's like I, you know, uh, I, I get the vibe from the Shapiro types that like they're setting the stage to just wipe them completely out.
0: Yeah, well, I think they are, and I think many of them want that. But let me also say, you know, the the San Francisco types that you're describing, they have dehumanized people like you and me. You know, right. like straight white. Christian, in your case, like those are the people that they want to see like locked up. You know, many people in San Francisco perceive us to be, you know, a dangerous threat to
1: their very existence. They think that like we're violent, even though we're not. Um, But even with the news, if the news said 100 million Trump supporters arrested, everyone who voted for Trump arrested, like half of them would probably celebrate.
0: Exactly right, and th- and that's even though I didn't vote for Trump, they'd probably still support me being locked up. So like, right. I don't perceive these people to be my allies. I actually perceive them to be a, a real threat to my very existence. But it doesn't change my perspective. I would not support carpet bombing San Francisco. Right, <laughs> you know, like, but right. but. But that's how that's what Ben Shapiro 's worldview is is like well Hamas created you know committed a terrible act of terrorism, and now we're going to have to flatten the children the million plus children and keep in mind too let me let me go through this real quick there's a million kids that live in Gaza because it has one of the youngest populations on the planet. Over half of their population or approximately half of their population is under 18 years old. They haven't had an election in 18 years. So in order for you to have ever voted in your life as a Palestinian, you have to be 35 years old the there's 70% of the population is under 35 years old. So 70% of the population has never voted in their fucking lives. So you can't say for a second that they voted for Hamas. Now, on top of that, Hamas only won the parliamentary elections by about 44%. So of that 30% remaining, Less than half of them actually voted for Hamas. So that means that 85% of the people living in Palestine today did not vote for Hamas. And yet people will say, You voted for it. This is what you get. It's bullshit. And they, they, like anybody that actually looks through this, I just broke down these numbers for myself last night because I was curious there's been no news organization that's done that to say that less than 15% of the people living in Palestine today are actually responsible for casting a vote for Hamas. Where's the news organization doing that work to just say, okay. hey, this is this is a narrative that's full of shit. Stop lying to people. If you want to say that, they, that there's public support based off of polling for Hamas, fine. But just
1: say that. Don't say that they voted for it. It's a lie. Yeah. And what, what percentage in the polls? Like, did, did, is it like, I, don't, I don't even know because it's like in california it's like 60 percent votes for gavin newsom exactly. that means four out of every 10 people isn't or even if it was 70 percent, it's like seven out of that means three out of every 10 people didn't right I... and that's and that's only the people that actually vote and half of people don't vote right so right
0: are we, we going to hold everyone responsible and then also like when you vote for a politician you don't know what they're going to do once they're in power so like all right uh, you voted for Donald Trump, and now he started World War III. You're responsible for World War III. Like that's fucking ridiculous. That's not yeah. how it
1: works. Yeah, especially in this country, when like our two options are always bullshit anyway. Where it's like, you know, you vote for Mitt Romney or Obama, we never had we never had a chance. Exactly. It's like there's yeah. a, there's a zero percent chance that either one of these people cares about us. And this, this is in a established great country with way more infrastructure, money, power. You know, supposed to be freedom, like Correct. so. It's and and, a, and the israelis
0: the israelis had their fucking fingers on the or their their thumb on the scale for that election in 06 and they've been funding Hamas ever since and this is Bibi's explicit plans he told the Knesset he's like we have to fund them because as long as they maintain their stranglehold on power then they'll never have a two state solution the rest of the international order will not accept them this is their plan yeah, so really- it's blowback dude it's the exact same shit that happened with the mujahideen which became al qaeda which attacked us on 9/11 it's the same thing this is fucking cia blowback it's your
1: bed you lay in it don't put america involvement in this that's all i'm asking for and the wild thing too is like the accounts that the accounts that won't admit that or they won't say that and like people are disagreeing in the comment sections People people are disagreeing because it's in mainstream publications. Like it's not like you have to do a deep dive to some like conspiracy theory to find it. I think Heretz published that in 2019. Yep. So I want to just cover this <laughs> a bit real hard. quick too. Cause like with the Zionism, it's like there's millions of Christians that support it. Um as a Christian, it's a debate in the Christian world. I'm not gonna act like I'm the biggest scholar or anything, or I represent everybody, but you know, it's, it's interesting because with, uh, Israel, you know, they want what they want because it's their country. Why wouldn't they, you know, with Christians, it's almost like they're both like using each other to do different things. Like, you know, the, the state of Israel is like, all right, we want to take this land, do this, get this, have power. We don't want people fighting us. Like, makes sense. Sure. Uh, Christians are like, well, it says in the Bible that those who bless Israel will be blessed. So in order to, we basically like, want this to happen there's like a temple antichrist and it's like you know fulfills the prophecy and then like revelation happens and then everybody dies and then people go to heaven it's like they're they're basically you know it's like but the people that they're working with in israel don't believe that story at all like they you, you so it's like, right. it's like this weird, unholy alliance where, like, say, like, what Charlie I don't know if Charlie Kirk even has really thoughts, but like, you know, what Charlie Kirk wants and what Ben Shapiro want, they both want the same thing. But like, Charlie Kirk, as a Christian, is thinking, like, oh, this is going to spawn the Antichrist, which is going to send me to heaven. And Ben Shapiro's like, it's just, I don't believe that shit. That's my land. Right. You know, so it's like, it's weird because like, it's not it's like, do my bidding, Goyim. <laughs> pretty much, you know, it's like, but at the same time. You know, I, I'll just say this: that <laughs> uh, Christians have always thought that it was end times. I think it's always been a sort of thing where it's like they, even in the 20s and 1800s, it's like it always seems kind of crazy. The world comes together, and it does seem closer than ever. It's always going to be closer than ever. It's like I'm never going to be as young as I am right now. Now, now, you know, it's like course, same sort of thing. Yeah. So like you're always technically closer, but. You know, my personal thought is, uh, you got to try to get right and be the best person you could be. But I don't like to get in the in the field of predicting. And, and Revelation talks about false prophets in a negative light. Like, beware of false prophets. I forget the exact line, but it's like you know, people are like, who do you think is the Antichrist? Do you think it's this person? Do you think it's Bill Gates? Do you think it's Trump? Do you think it's Biden? Do you think it's Obama? Do you, you know? It's like I don't know, and I'm not gonna spend. I'm not gonna spend my life false being a false prophet. That's actually mm-hmm. like. As much as Christians do that, that's in the book to not do that. You know, it's like right. it's like if you if you know, you know. But if you don't know, then it's okay not to know. Let God do it his work. You know, you and in general with this whole thing, there's a debate in the Christian world of like, if we bless Israel, we'll be blessed. It's like one like part, right? But if you read on, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible, and there apparently, this is historical what I've learned through documentaries and such. There was a Bible called the Schofield Bible that was funded by you know people that were trying to do Zionism and get that land back for Israel. And they pushed that just little, you know, real hard in the churches. Like, okay, that line means that, that line means that. And it was like a footnote like that means that, that means that, that means that. Because there's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of passages that are straightforward and there's a lot that aren't, you know, that can be interpreted different ways. So they push that exact interpretation because they wanted the land where there's, there's a debate even in the world now of Christianity, where it's like, you know, some will say we need to support the state of Israel and we need to do whatever they say all the time there, you know, or else God will hate us. And then there's people who say that's not the Israel that they're talking about in the Bible. And you don't have You don't have to support people like, you know, at the end of the day, like I understand and I respect anybody to be Islamic, Jewish, Christian. You know, there's religious freedom for a reason. But saying Jesus was Jewish as like a thing like that is like saying George Washington was British. You know, I'm saying George Mm. Washington was British, but America was defined by him becoming an American and breaking away from the British rule. Jesus was Jewish, but, you know, he was also hated because he was speaking against some things that they believed and he set like a new foundation of laws and morals etc so it's like yes every but but there's specific parts of the bible which say like you know there's good and bad you know there's like there's good and there's evil and only god knows i'm not going to judge but there's just like there's passages that say like that country there's passages that say um you know this will be outlawed eventually but it says you know there are those that will say they are but are not real Jews. Mm -hmm. I will make them of the synagogue of Satan. And I will show them that I loved you too. And I interpret that as not everybody's satanic or everybody's bad, but basically like God wanted to show people, according to the Bible, that he loved all his children, Mm -hmm. not just one specific group. So you know what I'm saying? Like, it says like, I love everyone. And that's why, you know, as a, as a Christian, it's like, as an American or as a white person or whatever, like you or a black, you might care about race, but like, you know, you can care about your bloodline or whatever, but most Christians are like, no, it's about Christ. It's about getting right with God. Cause at the end, whether you're in Africa, whether you're in America, this is all going to come. And it's whether your soul is pure and your, your mind is right. And you've given yourself to Christ. It's not about race. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about loving, like loving one person more than the other, as far as like your bloodline. So like that line to me, you know, there, there's different passages that you could take and be like, oh, this is that. But like for me, it's like I don't you know, I'm not supposed to hate anybody, but I don't need to follow people that don't follow the word. I don't think right. that that's what the Bible says. But so, there, you know, it's a heated debate, but it's, it's just it's just fascinating that like this is the crux of it on the Christian side is like, yeah. we need to like but I don't know how popular it is. I can't really speak for the whole world, but it's definitely Seems like there's a lot.
0: Yeah, for sure. a lot.
1: I think a lot of the power structures for sure. And definitely I, I would say a lot of the mega churches and you know, yeah. like big time. The big yeah. the big money is there for sure. I, you know, for
0: as I've as I've already said, you know, I'm I, I don't consider myself very religious, but I will say this, you know, I, I've always felt that like if there was to be any sort of religious teaching that I ascribe to. It would absolutely be one that supersedes any sort of uh, identitarian worldview, any sort of nationalistic worldview that, like, we are all. Oh, did I lose you, man? No, I'm, I, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Um, that, like, it's it's qu- quite clear to me that, like, if there is a God, then all humanity is born, you know, under Him <laughs> or It, whatever. Um, so it just, I, it has always strik- struck me as being a true absurdity. To believe that, like we're going based off of which Bible or which you know prophetic book we we believe in, that we are uh, you know any any less you know part of Him or it. Uh, So I think that's what frustrates me is like it's so it's a very it's a very kind of like to me it's a very superficial like view of religion to be like, oh no, we need to have this, this patch of dirt on earth is like, that will lead to Armageddon. And then we will be taken up into God's loving arms or whatever. It's like, what? (laughs) I just, for me, that just doesn't fly. But you know, that's my, my agnostic worldview.
1: Yeah. I would say I, I don't, I'm not in the business of playing God. And I feel like when you try to like uh, you know play it and and act a role it's not necessarily lining up like i said that christians have always said oh it's the time now it's the time now and it's not and then you spend your whole life thinking it is but it's like you know it's it's not so you're it's you're just like exactly. oh. but I, I would say this like as somebody of yourself that's agnostic like do you see now like for example like it seemed like um amish people were kind of crazy And then it's like, yo, they might be onto something, you know what I'm saying? Like being off the, off the grid seems so weird when iPads were cool, but now that everything's kind of stressful, it's like, dang, they might've got it right. And then you see like, you know, you see it like, oh man, it was like the Christians were being like fundamental and weird. And now it's like, they're the ones like talking about conspiracy theories and it's like liberals that are super normies now. And then you have like countries like, like a UAE and stuff where it's like, they're the ones that are banning like the lgbt school stuff more than americans because Christianity's fading out and it's the christians fighting against that where it's like it's not to say that you have to do it but do, do you notice that trend because that's something i noticed as somebody that used to think liberals were more smart and cool that i'm like right. you know the religious people seem like they're aging better because their set of morals and their traditional standards seem to stand the test of time more than like the liberal airheads Oh, bro! I couldn't agree more. It, it, and you know what it, what it tells me is that
0: their, their worldview and their beliefs have a foundation to them, and I think that that's what I'm seeing more and more. It's like the, the progressive worldview doesn't really have a foundation. Like the, the entire concept is that you must have this constant revolution, essentially, or like we're always progressing. The, the current paradigm is deeply flawed and inevitably so, and we must completely uh, revolt against it constantly. Um. So like there is the the end state is, you know, communism for them usually. Um, but because of that, they just revolt against nature. And and I think that the Christian worldview or really any religious worldview has at least these underlying principles, which I find myself more in alignment with, which is like, don't hurt innocent people. I mean, that, obviously under the, the banner of religion, many people don't do what I'm about to describe. But like the general principles that I think all religions kind of carry forward through time is like. Don't steal from people. Don't kill people. You know, don't sleep with your neighbor's wife. Like all, all these right, principles, that are, yeah, that are valuable. Like that's what that's how we ought to live. It's it's a good foundation for society. You know, from my vantage point, even though I don't have a religious backdrop, kind of the Constitution, the Bill of Rights is kind of my religious framework. It's like I believe that these ideas are. Are the most time tested. They're the most uh, valuable and viable for creating a functioning civilization. And the, and granted, like many of the people, the the framers of our constitution, they come from the Judeo Christian worldview. Many of them, and they they stole, in my opinion, like the best ideas of religion. And then they tried to create a a government which was separate from religion, but up upheld and uplifted these these kind of time tested uh, concepts. So. Yeah, and then then the Amish, uh, yeah, they
1: had it way righter than I ever thought. <laughs> well, apparently, this is a John Adams quote. I looked it up because I've heard this, but it says, "Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other." Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where they, they I, said that it, it, it only it's only for, like they gave religious freedom, but they're like, if this if the society's not religious and moral, then it's not going to work. Yeah. Well, I I think that uh, you know he may
0: be pro- proven to be prophetic with that assessment. Uh, it's weird because you know I don't I don't necessarily think that you need to have a religious framework, but moral was the key to me. Like you have to have a moral. He well, said framework. both. You can't change his quote. Well, I'm 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 reevaluating because I still think that like if you if if everybody had my worldview that like don't kill, don't steal property. Like, I think we would still have a good foundation for a society, even though I'm not basing it off of a strictly re- religious framework. Um, but if it's religion that leads you to that path or to that worldview, I'm fine with that. Like, I I think that it's just like, can we coexist with one another? Can we stop viewing each other as as the other and and as a threat to one another? And I just feel like we're we're at each other's throats right now. And I don't know how we're going to get through it, man.
1: Well, I think it's one of those slippery slope things where it's like in a perfect world, you could do this, this, and this, right? And everyone would get along. But it's like, say when gay people got married in 2008 or whatever, it was never popular in this country. It was like, listen, if you're going to be a sexual deviant, just do it behind closed doors. You don't got to make it your whole identity. And then it's like, all right, we're going to let it be out there. And all the crazy Christian pastors that I never listened to were like, yo, it's going to lead to this, this, this. And I'm like, no way. And then it did. You know what I'm saying? And now and like now, it's like more than half the country can't figure out that you shouldn't transition a three-year-old. And uh, the only place to really send your kid is to homeschool them or send him to like a Christian school. So it's like, you know, like in a perfect world, you wouldn't need religion to come to that conclusion. But it seems like a majority of people can't come to that conclusion without religion. You know what I'm saying? Like there's for every Clint, there's eight people that like, want to chop the dingling off a two-year-old and don't understand why
0: yeah man well i'd say there might be uh 99 <laughs> 99 of these people to everyone and, yeah it, it's scary right. as hell, man and like that's why i've always said uh, if 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 it requires religion for you to get to this more moral outlook i'm fine with that like i support you in that process all i'm really interested in is like the ultimate outcome, like can can we actually all agree that we shouldn't be teaching our kids some sort of sexual progressivism worldview and making them question their sexuality and question their very gender uh, or sex from uh, you know six years old? Like, what what are you doing? Uh, but I I never really I never really thought that people would get so deranged that they thought that this was like a proper way to raise a kid. And, right. and once that happens, like I don't know how you fix it without. <laughs> Without, uh, you know, a, kind of a strongman dictator. And that's, that's my fear is that the right is going to vote for that. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, anytime one side gets wild, it, it, it like stirs the pot a little bit. But no, I, I think in general, like say with like Islam growing up, I was like, you know, wow, my neighbors like their mom is praying six times a day. That's crazy. But now I'm like, wow, that's discipline. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And yeah, in these yeah, countries, yeah. it's like they have... And they're not not—they're not all doing it. But I, I think the thing that Christianity and Islam get right, but as a Christian, I'll just say Christian, is they have these rules, right? And it's like, nobody's perfect, but these are the rules. Right. And if you're not going to follow these rules, do it in your room, not mm. to the world. You know, mm-hmm. I think... And that's where the West got it wrong, where it's like, it's not... It's not that anyone's perfect, but like, you know, when people would like be sexual deviants to themselves, they weren't trying to spread it to everyone else. To me, it's like being a crackhead. And it's like, oh, let's all smoke crack. Let's put a million crack advertisements. Let's make a crack show and make all the kids do crack. It's too much. You know what I'm saying? As somebody that's not a perfect person, as somebody that's not, you know, I'm not a virgin. I didn't play it the Christian way, but it's like, I don't project what I'm doing to everyone else all the time because it's not smart you know unless i'm being like perfect and it's like when i talk about the good things that i'm doing i make sure i tell people like i'm not perfect i i didn't you know i didn't save myself till marriage but it's like through my mistakes that i've made i've learned a little bit and i've realized that like it's not this life isn't as cool as the media is telling you so it's like right in, in, in these religious places it like there's probably people wilding in Saudi Arabia. Some of these, dude, they got too much money. There's there's a Bible quote. I'm, I want to get it right because I don't know if you've heard it, but it's it's definitely interesting, and I think it applies to them too. Hold on. Uh, it's about being rich. I don't know if you've ever heard this quote. Oh, I think uh, I know where you're going. Yeah, it says, uh, let me see.
0: The easier to get into heaven one.
1: Yeah, it's easier to get into heaven. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. So it's like, you know, if you're like a rich Arab dude with billions of dollars, they're probably doing all sorts of devious stuff, you know what I'm saying? Cause they got just too much money and power and it's like hard for them to, to live a holy life, but they're not like broadcasting it to the whole country. Like everyone do this. It's so awesome. Cause they, cause it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. not, it's not sustainable. And like when you let everyone just be deviants all the time, then you get, three year like there's you got to draw the line somewhere i think that's what religion really does and that's what i'm learning too where it's like if you live that type of lifestyle and this is where i disagree with like even pride month and stuff where you know at one point i don't care because it's like everyone's just like drinking and having oh look i'm wearing rainbow stuff but now i get it where it's like you're celebrating Sod- me and homosexuality for a month and now it's leaking into children and, and you call them a homophobe if you disagree you know and it's like right. it makes more sense to just do that in your personal time like if i if i sleep with a woman or i do something sexual you know what i'm saying like last weekend i'm not broadcasting it like you know it's not like a sex show like oh dude i got this hot girl and i made out with her and i like i'm that's not it's a, it's a it's a thing to do to the world you want to provide value not like there's certain things are supposed to be private and they're supposed to be like to yourself and i think yeah. that's where religion understands that and, and liberals don't and it, it's not it's not this and, and i get why people are annoyed at christians too because some of the biggest like preachers with zero compassion are the biggest deviants and like that's right, why I, I have I have compassion where it's like it's, it's like oh two years ago i was a sex slut and now i'm Changed and you're a piece of shit, and it's like no, you gotta have you know like have a little bit of thoughtfulness to it. That's why people are annoyed at religious people. But if you have compassion, but at the same time draw a line. Like I, I think you need need it to draw a line because I, you know, I can't think of anywhere that that is functioning properly now. In general, I can't really think of anywhere that's yeah properly. yeah like, know. You know, outside like, <laughs> it's like everywhere's. I think you know you think it has to do with like technology too, where it's the same way, you know, uh, the Bible said, like, you, you're better off, you know, as a rich man, it's really hard to get into heaven. And it's like with technology, it's like, you know, if you're a man and a woman and you have a house and it's so beautiful. Now you got a cell phone and your wife has freaking Instagram and she's just talking to guys in Dubai. And it's like, you know, like we're all rich now, you know, we're mm. all rich in technology. We're all rich in options
0: yeah, and it's yeah, driving
1: yeah. everyone nuts. And it's it's hard to be good. You know, like I dude, as Somebody that's single. I would love to find the right person to settle down, but like it would have to be right at this point. I'm not settling down with some chick that's like, "Why can't I send pictures to him?" What What are you talking about? You can't be yeah, talking, yeah, you know, yeah. like some of these wives are like, "I'm just texting. It's just Instagram." I was like, "Yo, we got to delete that and put on a burka." No, I'm just kidding, but uh, you know, it's like definitely <laughs> yeah. got to you got to have some sort of like line. Yeah. Well, I yeah.
0: I mean, I think I think
1: particularly
0: with the social media world, it's like it's very challenging because. Um, you know, even, even a woman that would want to put, you know, uh, sexual photos, like even if I'm dating her, like if you want to put that online, I, I don't appreciate it. You know, like, I think it's a level of, uh, validation seeking that just demonstrates a, a kind of an internal flaw, unless you're doing it for a career, or you're trying to like monetize it in some fashion. Right. I mean, unless, uh, not, I'm not talking only fans, but just like, you're just trying to grow your profile. It's a different oh, things, but. Sure. But if you're doing it just for like, uh, you know, the the personal validation because you have a void inside yourself, it de- it demonstrates a a problem there that I'm not sure is something that I want to you know lock my life up with. Uh, but okay. but to your to your point about you know how how the religious framework kind of kept it in the bedroom, I think there's a, a misconception about libertarians that that we because we don't want laws against much of this stuff that we actually permit it. Or that we want it to happen is, is very wrong. Um, you know, Ron Paul, for instance, is a good example of this. He was like, he was like, I want drugs to be legal, but I also don't want people to do drugs. You know, it's like, it's like we, we want there to be a social framework by which we, we uplift one another and we kind of create a moral lifestyle, but it's not mandated. Like it, it we want it to be organic. Is and Ron I think Paul that, a Christian? Yes. Okay. And, nice. and I think that we want to, we want to keep, um, you know, there, there are things that whether they should be legal or illegal, they should be taboo. You know, like, like if you're going to be having, you know, uh, sex orgies on the weekend with a dozen people, like that's, that's, that should be taboo. Like it, right. because it's a very, it's a very dangerous lifestyle to lead it. Not right. to mention just just the framework for having kids with uh, half a dozen women and you don't know who's right. the father. Like these are all like not healthy things to do for the future of civilization. So right. I think that that's the key is like, where we got really far astray is when we started to not make these things taboo and then because of public education we started to teach them to kids which is super (laughs) fucked up right so yeah it's a problem
1: like like you were talking about a chick posting a picture um we'll take off here in a few minutes because i know it's been a while it's pretty late but um when you take a picture of yourself like if you're a public figure you're you're on vacation or whatever like once in a while it's whatever but like one thing like for example i'm single right now you know i took a selfie today i was drinking a little bit and i was out and stuff and it's like one, it's, it is like on a Saturday, if I post a selfie or something or, or like something that's like really engaging, it's better than like just some like spammy poster picture. But also if I had a relationship and I was with, a ch- I wouldn't be posting a picture, but it's like, right. you know, like if you're in a relate, like if I'm in a relationship with a girl and I'm posting like two selfies or three selfies out in a day without them in the frame. And a lot of, couples like play a game where they'll be like, Oh dude, you're being jealous. You're just being jealous. And it's like, no, I posted that picture today basically for attention. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And if I had a girlfriend and I pretend like I wasn't, I'd be lying. And then if I said it was, you're being jealous, that's like super manipulative. And that's what a lot of relationships <laughs> do now, you know, where they're, they're like, gaslighting, dude. yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where you're like, but then you almost like buy it because you're stuck. Cause you don't want to seem jealous and you don't want to like break up. And I'm, like there's not a lot of people being honest about the new era where it's like, dude, anytime I see a chick that's in a relationship and she's posting selfies every day of herself and then she, it's like, wh- who who's that for? It's not for your boyfriend. Right. You it's- know, you know that relationship ain't going to last, man. Or or it's going to just be like a sad flower that's just like drooping, you know, because like <laughs> there's no way where the guy's just going to get completely steamrolled, steamrolled you know, because it's like. But a lot of chicks will do that. They'll be like, "Oh, you're just being jealous." You're well, like, I don't no. play that because because I'm actually not the
0: jealous type. So, like, if you start to make assertions that are that are, you know, I can tell right away that they're flawed. It's like, all right, well, then I know what you're about. Like, you you still want to have public attention and affirmation of your value, and like that just demonstrates to me that there's something, there's a void there, and like, you know, I I can still have sympathy for it, but I don't want to marry it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to be married to someone who's like, I need to have a thousand comments from random losers telling me how hot I am, you know, like that's, that's a very unhealthy thing to want. And, and if I, like, I I can still have, um, you know, I could still find some personal upliftment in having girls that are complimentary to me online too. But like, I understand if I'm in a relationship and I'm trying to go that direction, like there, it demonstrates a, a discontent for me personally in that relationship that I need to, I need to reflect on that. And I just think not enough people do. They don't, they don't actually like think like, why am I doing this? Like I'm in a committed relationship and I'm still posting like, not just selfies, but like bikini pics, you know, just to get right. dudes to like bark at me. I don't know. There's something, something going on there. Well,
1: to take it full circle, you know, if if, yeah, you, this, if, this you, don't, very, if you don't this, like a chick, this, no, if you don't like a chick selfie, you're you're not just jealous. You're, you're also Hamas. <laughs> so exactly perfect, man the perfect full circle, but yeah no I think in some life. people I think some people don't think about it, but also there's like a competition aspect to it too. maybe like we're in a if there is a more innocent version of it, it's not like they're trying to cheat, but they're trying to like compete and and, and getting driven crazy by like other people's stuff, yeah, but, but it's but it's not good, but also it's Hamas. You know, but also it's Hamas and it's like, are you saying hummus or Hamas? Cause it's like, there's, you know, dude, we should, Oh, that's a good one, dude. We got to ban all hummus. Cause it's too close to Hamas. Dude. That's like a Shapiro not, tweet in like three days. He's going to be like, bro, dude, ban all hummus. It's just too close. And you're like, you know, isn't there I, a goddess I, named ISIS? Like an ancient goddess. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's like, it sucks if you were born after that goddess and then the terrorist group came out and you're like, fuck. Dude, there's a lot of women named ISIS. That's, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because it's like it's a goddess name. Dude, imagine t- we should like find the most popular names and convince governments to make terror scripts out of it. It's like Jennifer. <laughs> dude, there's just a terrorist group named Jennifer and Matt. <laughs> and you're like, yo, Matt. You're like, Akbar, Jennifer. Really? Like, <laughs> dude, it's, it's military, Afghanistan, <laughs> Taliban, you know, t- t- torpedoes. And you're like, dude, it's Matt. You're like, yeah, dude. Yeah. We must hunt Matt to the end of the earth. <laughs> Every Matt just feels really uncomfortable everybody. What's your name? You're like Isis? Matt? Oh, uh, that's funny, I- dude. Matt? It- <laughs> like that, Matt? <laughs> just like Matt. No, 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 no. Oh. Okay. Like Matthew. You know from All the right. Bible? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's too good. All right. Well, I appreciate Great. you. Thanks for being here. And thanks to everybody who listened on Facebook supporters and Patreon supporters. We appreciate you. And and thank you to my libertylockdown.locals.com supporters. And thank you to my
0: ex-subscribers. I appreciate you guys at Liberty LockPod. Appreciate y'all. And we're out.